last time on Oz Hour. Last time on Oz Hour, we uh we come to the fiddlers, the fiddlers of Figgle coming coming <laughs> coming gone. And they are little pieces that fall apart and you have to put them back together and it's a whole fucking thing. They learn. They end up putting one together. It ends up being the chef. And then they're like, ah, ha, ha, ha. and they oh, forgot something. Oh, fuck. I forgot something happens, but they end up being like, fuck this. We out. And so then it goes to General Guff and he finally makes it back tells the gnome all of the people that are going to be in his army and the gnome's like hmm interesting i don't know how i feel about that but anyway uh under the desert the tunnels are halfway done so ha 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 ha, we're evil and this is our plans um and then after that what do we do what do we do oh the 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 they have to set up camp dorothy and everyone they have to set up camp and the wizard's like actually like i do know magic here you go here's a three fucking motherfucking tents haha and everyone's like wow that's so cool well thanks to glinda for teaching him and then uh what else happened what else um they uh oh dorothy gets lost and there's a zebra and a crab and uh that's it i can't go any further (laughs) hi there and welcome to episode 30 of oz hour the only place where you can hear everything you never knew about the wonderful and strange land of oz that's right with the help of some alcohol we will be discussing each of the 14 books in l frank Baum's wizard of oz series today we will be continuing with book six the emerald city of oz covering chapters 16 through 18 we're your hosts, Blake Stone and Wyatt Swingham. And joining us is our resident Oz initiate, Hannah Aguirre. Hey. Okay. Oh, hi. <laughs> Hannah, you just played last time on where you recapped the chapters that we covered last time on Oz Hour. That took you one minute and 23 seconds to cover. Uh, and I'm just going to correct you on a couple things, okay? Yep. So on their way to fuddle come jig mm-hmm. they met a boohooing kangaroo who had <gasps> lost her mittens That's she right. is the one who led them to the fuddles okay who live in fuddle come jig totally forgot about the uh, kangaroo also after they leave the fuddles they go off trail the wizard of oz turns the shaggy man on him and his own handkerchiefs into tents for them to pass the night in that was the magic that he employed also he made an entire kitchen with uh, magic food there was also a kitchen with magic food in okay. one of those tents. And you never said the word fuddle. You said fiddle three times. <laughs> Egypt. Oops. So before we started recording, Wyatt went ahead and whipped us up some cocktails. What did you make us? Tonight we are drinking the magic pitcher, the recipe for which you can find on our Instagram at Oz Hour Podcast. Alrighty, let's slurp. Mm. Mm. That is refreshing. Yeah, that's pineapple right there. Mm -hmm. And tequila. I'll be the first to say it. Chapter 16. How Dorothy visited Utentia. Okay. Yeah. I just saw your face do something. (laughs) (laughs) So you recall they were surrounded by the Spoon Brigade. Mm -hmm. So the spoons are surrounding Toto, Dorothy, Belina, and marching them up to Utentia. Um, There's somewhere between six and eight dozen spoons in a big square surrounding them. And there's two things that are strange to me about that. First of all, why are they marching in a perfect square (laughs) around the friends to escort them? It's really strange. And why did L. Frank Baum count them in dozens? Why didn't he say 72 to 96 spoons? Why did he say six to eight dozen? Honestly, six dozen and eight dozen sound really arbitrary, but obviously dozens do make for easy counting. I guess so. Maybe that's just how they did it back then. Maybe. But the thing is, we're going to find out if you guys could do it today, because this is the home of our first guest trivia. We're coming really hot out the gate. And this is number related. This is actually a uh, quiz battle between Hannah and Blake. (gasps) No. And it's going to be, fight. yeah, it's, <laughs> it's going to be your 12s time. I'm going to lay down dead. It's not even a fight. We have to multiply by 12. Yeah. So yeah. you're going to be multiplying by dozens. So no. I'm going to ask 12 questions. 12? 12. And it's going to be rapid fire. You guys are going to be racing. I'm going to say the mm. equation. 
Whoever answers first gets a point, and then I'm going to say the next one. So we're athletes now. Wait, even if we don't answer right, we get a point. No, you have to answer right. (laughs) (laughs) You've got to answer right. Oh, that's perfect then. (laughs) Uh, So there's going to be 12 questions. There's no time limit because you should be going as fast as possible. Oh, my God. Okay, Uh, just go, just go. And I'm going to need to get a piece of paper and a pen. If you guys are ready for this, we're going to start. Your first question is 15 times 12. (gasps) Um, I don't know, 243, 250, no, 110, no, higher, yeah, 123, this it will be never be an odd number, <laughs> <laughs> um, Not divisible two, 350, 340, 330, no, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> 12 times 12 is 144, so add three more 12s to that, um, three more 12s, one That'd be 56. 56. 1. 68. 180. All right. 12 times 11. 12 times 11. 1. 122. Fuck. Is there? No. 124. No. 123. 120. 121. No, 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 Five times twelve. Oh, five times twelve. Um, <laughs> shoot, what does that seem harder for summer? Sixty. Damn it. Seven times twelve. Um, eighty-four. Nine times twelve. Uh, hundred and twelve. Hundred and two. Twelve times nine. Twelve times nine. Wait, twelve times ten is one twenty. So, a hundred and sixteen. A hundred and nineteen. Hundred eighteen. Hundred eighteen. Hundred and twenty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Wait what's it? 120 minus 12? 120 minus 10 is 108. Six times 12. Uh, 72. 72. What is it? It's 72. I think Blake got that. I thought you said 70. I said 72. You just interrupted me. Interesting. Three times 12. <laughs> um, 36. 12 times 12. 144. 20 times 12. Oh, 240. Mm, 12 times 4. 72. Or no. No, 64. 68. 64. No, 48. Damn it. We're actually only playing to 11, so this is game point. Mm-hmm. 12 times 19. Ugh. Oh, I hate yeah. these. Uh, 228. Damn it. All right, Blake is the winner. No, I'm not. Of that quiz. I did pretty good, though. Damn, you honestly, Hannah, like, you, you got <laughs> five out of fucking, yeah, that was amazing. But yeah, rousing guest trivia to start the night. Yeah, was, I, I feel like pretty that. pumped. Don't ever do anything like that. Today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a host on this show. Just wait till you edit it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, they are surrounded by a giant square of between 72 and 96 spoons. Um, and then as they're walking, like Toto accidentally knocks him over with his tail and they're like mad, but it doesn't really matter because they're just moving. They're moving fast. I mean, they, he gets threatened. The captain's like, don't do that again or else. Because Toto's like, oh, okay, well. Um, <laughs> so they march on so quickly. Dorothy is literally like speed walking to stay in the square. Yeah. Like they are, these spoons are quick. Dorothy be trotting. <laughs> um, but eventually they come into a big clearing where the kingdom of Utensia is. And it's kind of cool because when they get into the clearing, like what they see is like, big stoves and grills and like ovens of like all sizes and shapes and there's like cupboards between them so it's kind of like they're coming into like a castle wall made of like cabinetry and ovens and stuff i'd feel small yeah but it's all the <laughs> uh, it's all the size of dorothy though i mean it's Just all like normal size. size oh okay but oh, because, yeah, they're, I see, I see. Yeah. So, like, yeah, each of these things, like the ranges, the grills, the cabinets, they're all crowded with utensils of all sorts of Crawling with them. And then Alfred Baum, like, tells us what's in there, and, like, most of them are not utensils, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, there's frying pans, saucepans, kettles, forks, knives, different kinds of spoons, nutmeg graters, sifters, colanders, meat saws, flat irons, rolling pins, you name it, it's there. Yeah, Damn. it's all kinds. Wow. And I need uh, to go shopping there. I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's Ikea. <laughs> yeah, it's giving Ikea and also like Food Network to me. <laughs> uh, but so the prisoners approach and like all the utensils, well, many of the utensils like 
hop down. They like rush up to see them. They're like, like shouting. They're, yeah, they're like, excited. They just walk into Utensia and then they're just getting surrounded. And it's like, shouting. Is it like threatening or is it like welcoming? I think it's not welcoming. Yeah, I don't know if it's threatening necessarily, but it is not. It's just like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And so the captain like shouts for these like ravenous utensils to back off. He's like, hey, back up. The captain leads Dorothy, Toto, and Belina to a big cooking range, and next to it is a butcher's block, um, and there's a cleaver laying on it. Really sharp like, edge. When I big say knife. laying, he is lounging on his back, he's smoking a pipe, and he's half asleep. Like, what? He's laying <laughs> on it. Well, at least he's chill. Yeah. Well, the captain is like, wake up, your majesty. The prisoners are here. And then King Cleaver looks up and calls Dorothy gristle and fat. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, I read it as him being like oh, gristle and fat, you know. Oh, but like, no. I, I kind of like him just looking at her and be like gristle and fat. What is this? Why'd you bring this here? Yeah, I oh. think oh and I think gosh. that's it. Because literally, he's like, "Where did she come from? Like, where'd you get that thing?" Uh, and Dorothy, is, I guess well, he doesn't like meet people either. He doesn't. No, no, no they're not used to. Why meet did people? Ozma send all these meet people to a bunch of non-meet people places? I don't know, but okay, they are not supposed to be in Utensia though, because oh, that's Dorothy true. They got, got they did get lost. Yeah, yeah, and these um, people have never even heard of Ozma. Like, yeah, they, they don't, don't even know. know Ozma. It's not even involved. Um, yeah. Oh god. But the King Cleaver's like, why'd you bring her here? And the captain's like, I don't know. We don't do anything. We just sit around getting rusty. I was just trying to generate a buzz. Yeah. Like, trying to be exciting. He's like, things have been pretty boring. I just kind of thought it would be fun. And like, she was wandering in the forest. Yeah. And I do just want to mention there are a lot of kitchen puns in this. I didn't write almost any of them down. Over, like, but just so everybody them. knows, every literal sentence and every word that comes out of Utensil's mouth includes a kitchen pun. To the point where like some of it's hard to read because I'm like, wait, what are they even trying to communicate? Yeah, because it's also kind of old-timey where they're like, yeah. oh, I don't want to range that too hard. And you're like, is that a kitchen joke? Well, or no wonder Ozma doesn't know these people because no. technically yeah. she hates puns, right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Tip, that's right. Tip hates puns. I wonder if she remembers that about herself. Yeah. She's um, had a lot happen. But King Cleaver, he's like, oh, yeah, great idea. Love what you've come up with here. Quick question. What do I do with prisoners? What am I supposed to do here? Um, the captain's like, I don't know. It's up to you. You're the king. We're, let's play court. So King Cleaver's like, okay, yeah. Go get my counselors and my royal courtiers, <laughs> and we'll decide what to do with the prisoners. And, like, this is just Fine, what they're doing uh, today. Yeah. <laughs> so they call the counselors, the courtiers, the high priest, and the judge Ooh. to all assemble and decide what to do with the prisoners. And at this part, point, Dorothy is almost doing one of the things she's best at. Sleeping, she sits down <laughs> on a kettle. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm your prisoner. I'm going to disrespectfully just sit down, kick my feet up, and ask you if you have any anything to eat yep that's oh what she my says gosh. she's and hungry and she's tired all of a sudden from under her butt she's got this like hey get off me get off get, get off me. and king cleaver's like you're sitting on my friend the tin court kettle. <laughs> um yeah. so dorothy jumps up the kettle flips over right side up and he's like i'm a friend of the king what's the big idea <laughs> you know like what like when like mice in cartoons are like yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's like that um, <laughs> yeah but Dorothy is like, I'd prefer a chair anyway, which like um, she could take the situation more seriously. She Girl. could be. She's been laughing since they thought they were going to starve to death. She like, really doesn't think that she'll die. <sighs> yeah. it's She'll laugh when she's dead, mm -hmm. I guess. Or she'll sleep when she's dead. <laughs> she'll <laughs> laugh while she's alive. But the king tells her to just sit on the hearth. And so she does quietly. And then everybody else at this point, the other utensils in the kingdom, Everyone is out. They're coming to go just stare at Dorothy and Toto and Belina. Like, they've never seen anything like that before. Yeah, Maybe they haven't. Mm -hmm. um, finally, all of the counselors and courtiers have arrived. Dorothy realizes that that group includes almost every single inhabitant of the kingdom. Because yeah. <laughs> they so, have nothing to do. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, go get all of my, all of my courtiers and, and my counselors. They pretty much just got the entire town. Um so King Cleaver announces that Captain Dip of the Spoon Brigade has captured the three prisoners, and he wants his subjects' advice on how to deal with them. And he has Judge Sifter sit on his right, and the High Priest Colander sit on his left. Which was interesting, because he said that the judge was there to, like, make a verdict, and the priest is there to make sure that everybody, like, tells the truth. And I'm like, whoa, that's interesting. Like, you're, that's, I don't know, just that setup is very, like, 
1800. Also, <laughs> if they like this seems like this is something they haven't done before. Yeah, but all Why of a sudden they they're like, "Oh, judge, you're here. I uh, know the priest is over here." They have this all the people to like hold the court. They act <laughs> yeah. like they've never even. Yeah, they don't even they know have what a, a court bailiff. is. They have just like jurors <laughs> making it up along the way, and everyone's like, "I don't even know what to do." <laughs> yeah. Oh, we've had this the whole time. I don't know Let's what being a lawyer it. means. <laughs> I will say though, one of the only one of the kitchen puns I'd put down is that Dorothy asks why the colander is the priest, and they say he's the holiest thing in the kingdom, but um, which is kind of cute. Uh, wow! And it, go, it goes on from there, but the only part that I'm going to mention is that interesting. <laughs> so finally, this pepper box just screams out, "I demand they be killed several t- several times until they're dead!" Oh my gosh! And yeah. King Cleaver's like, it's like a 99 times death penalty. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> Very ten life 99 sentences. life sentences. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> King Cleaver is like, okay, calm down. You only need to kill someone once for them to be dead, and I don't see any reason to kill this little girl. And Dorothy's like, me neither. <laughs> yeah, she's like, don't kill the girl. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Uh, but the king tells her to stay out of it. He's like, I literally, like, you're not part of this. Like, we're yeah. doing our fantasy over here. You sit on the yeah. heart. He's like, you're biased. You're going to tell me not to kill you, and that's not really <laughs> part of this conversation we're not right listening now. to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so King Cleaver asks the subject for other ideas. Um, this flat iron it says that he'd like to find common ground with Dorothy since utensils are meant to be useful to mankind. And this corkscrew speaks up and says, Dorothy isn't mankind, she's womankind. So, <gasps> And the king says, that's bullshit. <laughs> he yeah. says, no, we're not doing that. Said, like, meet that's people not what we're here. People. Yeah, meet people or meet people. Wow. Uh, okay, Frank bomb. Yeah, but the iron continues to say that they should investigate, like, any fault that Dorothy and her friends committed and then like, you know, or maybe they didn't commit any wrongs. Like maybe they should just investigate. So the iron is the only one who has any amount of sense. Yeah. At this point, King Cleaver asks Prince Carver what he thinks. And I'm like, are you related? Why is the prince just in the crowd? I don't get it. (laughs) Um, But this carving knife steps forward. He bows and he says that Captain Dip was wrong to bring Dorothy here, but that Dorothy was wrong to have come. So, hey, when in Rome, let's have ourselves a slashing good time. Yeah, he wants to kill. He wants to slash. This chopping knife in the group is like, yep, that's what we're going to do. We're going to make mincemeat of her. We're going to hash the chicken. We're going to make sausage out of the dog. No. At this point, my question is, how do they, who don't even know who Ozma is, know what a chicken and a dog are? Okay, thank you. Because well, no one else knows the seen one. Yeah, I guess if they said I guess the they actual also words, but if they, s- yeah, I don't know. And that yeah. is there's no way to unpack no it. Way. That's not going to be the first time in today's episode where I'm just like, oh, so you know what a dog is? That's interesting. <laughs> um, the utensils are all cheering. They want blood. King Cleaver's like, why? Like, give me one good reason why we should do that. And this saucepan comes forward, and he's like, look here, Cleaver. You're the worst king Utensia's ever known, and that is saying something. Whoa. And then he calls Cleaver an idiot. He calls him an idiot. And he's like, why don't you, like, if you don't trust what we have to say, why don't you just figure it out yourself instead of making us figure out your problems for you? Oh, my gosh. And then the king goes, or tells him to go and hang himself. Yeah, big yikes. These guys are fucking... He says, it's like really bad. He says he hates saucepans. He hates having saucepans in his kingdom. And yeah, go hang yourself and leave me alone. These people are racist. They are. Like, that's what it sounds like to me. And Dorothy is getting shocked and scared. And also a little bored. For a very diverse (laughs) group, they're very racist. (laughs) And she actually cannot believe the way that they talk to each other. And finally, she's just like, you know what? Just make a decision. I cannot sit here and listen to you people talk anymore. Yeah. Um, Which is insane. It's nothing like the Emerald City. No way. And so this can opener is like, I want to know why this girl was in our forest and why she intruded on Captain Dip, who ought to be called Dippy. (laughs) But I don't know why he says that. (laughs) (laughs) He wants to know who she is, where she came from, where she's going, why and wherefore and therefore and when. Wherefore, when to, how to, and how. (laughs) All of them. Sorry. It's just that's a little bit too much information. Well, the can opener is prying. Yes. Get it? Oh, King Cleaver's like, hey, none of that's any of our business because the can opener's prying. Which is just true, though. None of that is their business. Like, what is this whole entire, like, segment just like... 
fucking said for puns. It is yeah. all puns. It's Tip all said would for be puns. Angered, oh and I God. was angered. But uh, then a a lecherous tomato or potato masher winks at Dorothy, says that he likes little girls and that they should be allowed to roam wherever they want. And I don't know where the pun is about the potato masher <laughs> giving her eyes. I don't no, like the potato masher. I don't masher. know what that is. Um, then finally, this rolling pin is like, who accused Dorothy? What's she done? So King Cleaver asks Captain okay. Dippy what she's done. And Dippy tells Cleaver that that's the problem. She hasn't done anything. Yet. So it's like, so you've kidnapped You've kidnapped a little girl. (laughs) Dorothy literally, Dorothy's like, "Is there something you want me to do? Should I? Like, I haven't done anything. So, am I missing something?" This Uh, confuses all of them. Yeah, they're all like, sit there uh, and think for a moment. Yeah, but finally, they call in the judge. Uh, the sifter. I'm so annoyed by these guys. I know they're so everyone's time. Yeah, especially mine is the reader. God damn. Okay, we all remember the zebra and the fresh, or the what, the soft shell crab, right? In terms of wasting our time. Mm -hmm. And that kangaroo who lost her mittens and then it didn't matter at all because we found Grandma Knit and everything's going to be okay. Yeah, how do they expect us to care? (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what. The judge says, hey, Dorothy didn't do anything wrong, so we're going to set her free. And the king tells her she's free to go. Dorothy's like, you don't discharge me. I resign. King Cleaver is like, fine. Like, yeah, okay, just go, leave. Dorothy's like, thanks, but you never answered the first thing that I ever said to you, which was, do you have something to eat? I am sorry. <laughs> um, oh, she's going back yeah. to square one. Yeah. <laughs> but the king does tell her that there are blackberries in the forest. Go pick them. He, There's no food in he utensils. Oh He's my. like, just so you know, we're yeah. made of metal. We don't That's eat. right. They He's don't have already smoking or again. Although he is smorking. Oh. Smorking. <laughs> he is smorking. <laughs> do be um, But Dorothy jumps up. She loves berries. And she's yeah. like, Toto, believe come meal. on. So the utensils let Dorothy and her friends by, and the spoon brigade marches them out of Utensia. Yeah. And that is the end of Chapter 16, How Dorothy Visited Utensia. And Blake, what would you call that? Dorothy causes a stir. Ew. What was your last one? A spoonful of... Oh, yeah. A spoonful of trouble. Trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Chapter 17, How They Came... To Bunbury. Okay. Dorothy, Toto, and Belina are big lost. Yeah. Dorothy's running. Yeah. She's scared. She <laughs> is hungry. She is scared. She, is she didn't find the blackberries? Walking. They found some blackberries, I think, but it's just it's not, not enough. It made her it's more nuts. scared. And they're yeah. still so lost. Yeah. Um, she's, <laughs> she's panic power walking through the woods. Mm. Finally, they come upon a path. And it stretches through the woods in both directions, but they can't see like where each end leads. But there are signs pointing in either direction. Yeah, the same kind of signs they've been seeing with like the little fingers pointing one way or the other. Okay. So one of them says, take the other road to Bunbury. So that's a little misleading because it's pointing one way. Okay. And then it says, take the other road to Bunbury. That's a little confusing. Yeah. Then the other one pointing left says, take the other road to Bunnybury. <laughs> so there's Bunnybury and there's Bunbury. Right next to each other. Well, not next, well, but yeah, like two signs. Yeah, there's no, uh, there's not like a mileage though. They could be 40 mm. miles apart, I guess. I didn't really think about that. Mm. Um, Belina looks at the signs and she's like, well, I guess that's good, right? Like we must be getting back to civilization. And Dorothy's like, I don't know about civilization, but we's a somewheres. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, which place would you rather go to, Bunnybury or Bunbury? Okay, so, so since Dorothy is just the hungriest little girl, she thinks Bunbury? Yeah, Bunbury. Because uh, okay. she thinks that bun. like food. Uh, when uh, I, I would rather this. go to Bunny. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my answer, too. too. When I first read this, and like when the chapter was called 
how they came to Bunbury. My first thought was bunnies. It's going to be bunnies. Like, there's going to be bunnies in Bunbury. There and then donkeys in Dunkerton. Yeah. But then getting to this part, and it's like Bunbury and Bunnybury. Okay, well, I guess Bunnybury is going to have the fucking rabbits. <laughs> That's a little more obvious. Yeah. So, but I do think I'd rather see rabbits in general. Number one, I think they'd be nicer than whatever's in Bunbury. And mm. then also, they eat the same things I do, which yeah. is carrots. Also, like, mm. I'm not going to Bunnybury to eat a rabbit. So why would I go to Bunbury to eat a bun? You know what I mean? Oh, that's interesting. Um, that's interesting. True. But Dorothy just kind of stares at the signs. Belina's like, what way should we go? Dorothy can't decide. Finally, like we said, she's like, okay, Bunbury sounds like food. Let's go there. So the road to Bunbury, it's very windy through the forest. It finally comes to an open space with houses. And the houses uh, are... Would you guess? The, the queerest, queerest houses. Dorothy's never <laughs> seen anything like yeah. them. Everything's so goddamn queer. Yeah. In the this are world. <laughs> yeah. And the houses are, to be fair, made of crackers. Yeah. They're oh. like they're like gingerbread houses, but saltines. And also like <laughs> normal house size, like uh, human house size. Hopefully it doesn't and rain. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, the the breadstick columns, there's wafer shingles, there's little crust, bread crusts on the like path. Um, like it's yeah. insane. Like, everything's big. Like this place seems big. It seems like, um, like it's a bustling city with a lot of people. Okay. Um, Dorothy, Billy, and Toto, they enter the town. They see people walking around or sitting in groups talking and they're really funny looking people. Um, yeah. All of the men, women, and children are made out of buns and bread. Oh my! So it's some all bread. It's just some so are th- literal. Thin, some fat, some white, some light brown, some very yeah. dark in color. There's some rye. There's wheat. There's like honey. The fancy, oat. the fancy ones are frosted. Yeah. So they have raisin eyes, cinnamon. St- some of them. Some of them have cinnamon stick legs. Some have currants for buttons. Yeah. Uh, frosting hats. It's crazy. There's like every kind of bun you could imagine what i can't understand could you be like a loaf yes there's so, loaves okay so that's my question is are these all they just look like people made of bread or are they like a walking loaf of bread with little arms and legs walking loaf of bread okay i think i would want to be like a sourdough like whole bread Ooh, like but a big with leg. like two little legs underneath yeah mm. yeah the, the your the bottom of you is flat yeah the bottom <laughs> of me is flat you and just, just like, like my two legs like hop around sometimes in i a wear mason boots jar, like you're That's a so sourdough <laughs> oh my god you're always wet i don't uh-huh. know what i'd want to be maybe a baguette Ooh. i'd want to i want to be tall i don't know <laughs> i'm pretending to know i don't know maybe a <laughs> croissant Ooh. Oh, that's good. But which? Where would your legs come out of? They yeah. would come out. I would be like half moon shaped. My legs would come out of the bottom. Uh, okay. okay, like a standing up half moon. Yeah. Okay, like that. that's interesting. Um, when the buns see Dorothy, Belina, and Toto, they freak out. The women snatch up their children. They run and hide in the houses. And the men all just like they're like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> tripping over each other, coming up to fight them. Chill. Um, and Although she probably does want to eat some of them. Oh, well, like <laughs> yeah. So, so literally, she's like, oh, I'm sorry for intruding so suddenly. I'm lost and I'm very hungry. <laughs> and yeah. they're just so no wonder. They're, they're like, hungry? Yeah, a, yeah, a <laughs> chorus of voices. Hungry, hungry, the door's hungry, locked, hungry, the window <laughs> shut. Yeah. <laughs> All the little blinds go. Um, Dorothy explains that she hasn't eaten since dinner last night and she's like are there any eatables in your city and they look back and forth at each other the and dead one, of the, <laughs> oh, one of the bigger buns comes forward he's like to be frank we're all eatables no yeah. you um, don't say that yeah to don't a hungry say person. that yeah he's, he's like, like that's like the whole reason that we're in the middle of nowhere how do you find us yeah, we're hiding person. from you disgusting humans like, <laughs> yeah they are hidden away in the forest so they don't get eaten. Maybe don't have a sign pointing towards your city. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, they have a sign. <laughs> but Dorothy basically ignores all of that. And she just says, you're bread, aren't you? And it's like, it's giving like, I don't know, like 
delusion. Like it's yeah. yeah. She's like, 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 like she's Mirage. really hoping yeah. it's bread, but they're yeah. actually people. Yeah. But he's like he's like little girl. I am bread and butter, but the butter is in the Don't middle of me, that. so it won't melt and run. I know he's trying to make himself sound delicious. Yeah, right in the middle. That's the best. Yeah, t- it's like place I, to put butter. So I'm actually really warm in the middle, and there's just mm-hmm. so it's a little wet melted bread in the center. I'm very crispy yeah. on the outside, but soft please on the don't, inside. Don't eat me, please. <laughs> um, well, Dorothy is like okay, like. Can I just eat something aside from the people? Can yeah, I eat like, like a house or a sidewalk or because okay. everything's oh, okay. everything's so bread? She's so she's like, bun. give me your clothes. Robbing the like <laughs> them. This bun. Give me he, your clothes. he is like, this is not a public bakery. It's private property. Yeah, you literally. cannot just come and ask to eat our sidewalk. Um, his name is C Bun Esquire. The C stands for cinnamon. His cinnamon. His name is cinnamon. The original bun. cinnamon. Yeah. He He's old money. His family is like a big deal. He's like, oh, my family is the most aristocratic in the town. And this starts like a little argument amongst them because they all think they're very important. Because there's, sure, he's from the Bun family, but there's also roles and shit. And Dorothy's like, I am so sorry to interrupt so this. So more racist. I am getting, yes. classes. Oh, they actually, they're weird. Oh, <laughs> yeah. um, but Dorothy's like, I'm so sorry to interrupt. I'm getting so hungry if you're good people, which I'm sure you are, you're not going to let me starve. Which we did have a conversation with the wizard previously about how yeah, it is impossible starve. to starve in Oz. You always get very hungry. No. That's what she said literally yesterday. So Dorothy so doesn't insane. have to be begging them for yeah. food. Enough. Also, there's no food with nutrients in this place. It's she really should have gone cake. to Bunnybury. She should have gone to Bunnybury and eaten rabbit. If she wanted rabbit. to eat residents mm-hmm. and get nutrients, <laughs> then she could have eaten rabbit. And yeah. I yeah, she, Bun- she could have eaten a rabbit. You're telling me Bunnybury didn't have a carrot? That's exactly. what I'm saying. Yeah. They eat the same they thing. They got as celery. Us. They got some carrots. Like Ugh. you'll get a, you'll get at least a mix of something instead of just carbs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so one of the buns steps up. And he's like, okay, let's offer Dorothy some, or let's offer this little girl something to eat. And this little roll comes up beside him. He's like, I think we should feed her too, Pop. So this one's name is Pop. I thought he had a little boy. His (laughs) name is Pop. (laughs) Mr. Over. Pop Over. Mm -hmm. It's a type of like bread roll. That's just a pun. But he's like, hey, like, you know what? You can eat my back fence. It's made of waffles. It's really good. Yeah. This other muffin is like, uh, my wheelbarrow is made of Nabisco, and the wheels are pastries. You can eat that. Okay, well, that's yeah. nice. And Dorothy's like, okay, like, can Toto and Belina also eat? And they're like, yeah, as long as they behave. Belina eating bread. Well, I know. Belina already eat bugs well, like, all morning. Chickens and crumbs. Chickens and crumbs. Oh, chickens yeah. and crumbs. And yeah, we'll get there. Um, but so Toto, Belina, and Dorothy, first they go and eat the wheelbarrow, <laughs> which is noticeably stale, but still tastes pretty good. Um, and as they eat, and what like, do they put? Well, I guess everything's made out of bread, so just maybe more bread in the wheelbarrow. Yes, like yeah. bread that like grows bread on the bread on bread or whatever. <laughs> um, as they eat, this curious group of bun people gather around them and watch them. And Dorothy, like she's stuffing her face, and she sees these six roguish-looking brown children, and asks who they are. Um, and they're like, oh, we're the Graham Gems, and we're all twins. And I'm like, okay, there's six of you. You're not twins. Yeah, that's not what twins, twins mean. Sex tuplets. Sex tuplets, wait. Sex tuplets, yeah. yeah. But Belina's like, I wonder if your mother could spare two of you. And they're like, no, oh ah! God, okay, she's turning to cannibalism. They are like, I cannot believe how hungry they are. They ate like the hardiest, most delicious stew in the world last night. It's also like very hypocritical because like, Belina, like the other day, was like, yes, broil uh, my babies. And then uh, now she's like, hey, you guys look really fresh baked, huh? There's six of you. Oh my There's God, you're so right. Thousands of chickens. So, yeah, the Graham Gems run away, and Belina goes, Brah! and she doesn't chase them, though. Yeah, uh, Dorothy's like, you can't say that to these people. Yeah. Um, then they go to Popover's house to eat his waffle fence. Um, and Popover does get a little bit yikesy here because he's like yeah you know i'm really sorry to see that fence go the neighbors are soda biscuits and i just really don't want to mix with them 
Yeah, it's very Yikes. like we're like drawing a line in this neighborhood. We're redlining. Uh, yeah. But he's like, hey, but we have a shortcake piano and no one knows how to play. Do you want to eat the piano? Yeah. And at this point, he I'm imagining to- a piano, a real life piano the size of, well, the size of a piano made of shortbread. Who could even eat that? That's Who could close? Well, that's like, the that's thing. So he has yeah. to offer the piano because he says, you know what? Actually, I don't want to feed my fence to you, you stranger. And Dorothy's like, sorry, Pop. I have to. That wheelbarrow was not big enough. <laughs> like, how much bread can this person eat? And it's yeah. already pretty like a filling thing. Yeah, yes. bread. Yeah, exactly. It's not like she's eating a, a salad wheelbarrow. Yeah. Like- <laughs> Dorothy agrees to eat the piano instead of the fence. And she says, anything to be accommodating. Dorothy Accommodating You were eating eating their house Yeah you're eating their belongings (laughs) You're not accommodating anyone What are you talking about (laughs) So the next sentence of this book is So Mr. Over led her into the house Where she ate the piano which is just <laughs> insane. So that's just what happened, I guess. Um, so uh, Dorothy hasn't been accommodating enough for them. So she's like, do you have anything to drink? Um, they have a milk pump and a water pump. Which is crazy. They just p- pump milk out of the ground. Yeah, What's what? giving the milk? They're it on the same is. world as us. Yeah, yeah. but where is uh. the... It's horrible. But mm. Dorothy chooses the milk and she drinks it and it tastes great. It's cool and sweet and it's milk. What so does she do what does she pump it into? Oh, well, actually they brought over a bucket made out of bread. It's a hard baked bread bucket that she takes the milk with. Ew. And then she drinks it and then she goes <laughs> and she eats the bread bucket. She is a hungry girl. Anything to be accommodating. <laughs> Anything. Um so um they go they go they eat his piano they drink his milk and his water uh dorothy insults his wife oh and my then god they leave yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> and they at this point mr bun cinnamon bun c bun is like hey like if you're not in a hurry like i'll go introduce you like if you're not hungry anymore i'll introduce you to like some of our like most important citizens and dorothy's like yeah sure you know that sounds like fun might as well since i almost ate your entire town yeah <laughs> yeah right. maybe she'll find maybe more meet some more things to eat on the way honestly uh, and so she's going toto and Bleener just like following her and they're behaving and not eating other people so that's good first they go and visit aunt sally lunn um sally's house is beautiful and she gives Dorothy a slice of white bread and butter. It's important to note that this is a slice of white bread and butter that Aunt Sally was using as a doormat for God knows how long. Yeah, isn't so that disgusting? All of the buns have been like wiping their feet on it and then going into the house. And it's been just like outside but on her porch. Dorothy eats it. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, <laughs> but are, <laughs> it, it, is the stuff like on their shoes like just bread? Because everything is bread. Yeah, like some of them have cinnamon stick legs. Some of them have bread legs. So it's like like different. It's really like not that Everyone gross. is food. Everyone it's not it's like, like panko. And they walk oh my on God. like, <laughs> yeah. And we'll learn about the ground, but like everything is just like food. Everything For some food. reason in this specific spot, everything is food. It's still outside though. They're still in a forest. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah, But, well, true, we're going to get there. Okay. However, I bet, yeah. It, it can't, it's not. It's not very cute <laughs> to eat so the doormat. Dorothy's like, where do you guys get the butter? Which I thought was a weird question to ask. But then I had a really interesting answer. Yeah. And, you know. And they have milk, too. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. the thing. So milk comes out of the ground. Milk gets made into butter. And butter comes out of the ground. They, they have butter mines. Yeah, they have a mine. It's like gold. They're just mining for butter. And it's the <laughs> golden stuff that comes out. <laughs> also, the ground is made of flour, and the trees are doleanders, and uh, they get donuts from them. Yep. In the spring, donuts grow on the trees, and they drop to the ground. Yep. So rain. it makes you wonder. So that's the thing. I'm like, maybe Glinda gave them no rain, too. Oh, yeah. But I doubt it, because yeah. no one knows they exist. They don't even know who Glinda is. Yeah. 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 So but I don't know why it doesn't rain. So I don't know why there's not birds. Why aren't there birds? Yeah. Just Well, I guess... Birds would be afraid of them because they're huge, but still. The ground is flour. Dorothy's like, I'm surprised that flour doesn't like get in your eyes and bother you. And they're like, oh, no, we get bothered by cracker dust sometimes, but never flour. I don't know what anything that's know happening why here we had is. to know that. Yeah. Then Cinnamon Bun takes them to see Johnny Cake. Johnny Cake is like, oh, I'm sure you've heard of me. I'm a great favorite all over the world. 
I and thought no one heard of you guys. Okay, right? And <laughs> instead of responding to what he says, Dorothy just comments on his appearance. And she's like, aren't you a little yellow? Yeah. Which, why is she being so rude to these Don't people? Know. Like, so... Actually, this is a, another guest trivia for Ooh, me. Okay. Because anemia. He has just er, they have just met Johnny Cake. And Johnny Cake was an early English staple food prepared on the Atlantic coast from Newfoundland to Jamaica. So Johnny Cake is just a type of food that people would eat a long time ago. And at a multiple choice, would you say that a Johnny Cake is most similar to A, a dinner roll? B, a pancake, C, an English muffin, or D, a bran muffin? That is A, dinner roll, B, pancake, C, English muffin, or D, bran muffin? I'm going to say pancake. Final answer? Final answer. Correct. Wow. Yeah. A Johnny cake is basically just like a corn flour, like a corn meal, like kind of pancake it's more of like a batter that you fry so um yeah but it was really popular apparently like right before this book would have been written but that's why he's like this old man who's like i'm a favorite around the world because he's like he was famous yeah yeah and that's what a johnny cake is okay hi johnny cake hi johnny cake bye johnny cake because they actually leave him and then mr bun says that he's a bit stale literally what are what are we doing here i want to leave yeah Yeah, get us out of here (laughs) now we're gonna meet mr bun's relatives oh great this is like the sugar buns the currant buns the spanish buns the french rolls the parker h rolls it's like when you're at a family reunion and you have to meet all the the aunts and uncles that you just don't know and you don't want to know and they'll have little raisin eyes yeah (laughs) when we go to my family reunion and wyatt asks who people are sometimes i'm like i don't know (laughs) i I really don't know i think his name is mark and all they know all they can say to you i remember you when you were a baby (laughs) i think i saw you last year (laughs) 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 um but yeah they meet all these buns and all these rolls and suddenly A dreadful scream is heard. A commotion down the street. Dorothy turns around. She sees a mob of people surrounding Toto and throwing things at him. They're screaming. Toto's yelping and cowering. They're throwing bread at him because that's all they have. Toto, (laughs) run. Yeah. Well, so Dorothy runs up. He's kind of just taking it. Well, when Dorothy gets to him, he's like, hangs his head. His tail's between his legs. And she's like... What's going on here? <laughs> like, what's happening? Yeah. And so she asks, what's the matter? What's this the matter? This loaf tells Dorothy that Toto has eaten three crumpets and a salt-rising biscuit. Oh and God. I was like, were so? Were they people? But they were well, people. Well, yeah. Oh, my he God. Murdered Toto. He murdered we four people. We told you people. not to yeah. do that. And Toto's Dor- mouth is still full of salt He's biscuit. chewing this. So he finishes yeah. it. Dorothy's <gasps> like, Toto, how could you? We told you. Belina is safely perched up on top of house because she was with Toto when this all started. Oh, and she's like, she Dorothy, runs. don't blame him. The crumpets dared him to do it. <gasps> Which is like the crazy. S- this is the second instance of English being spoken to Toto and him comprehending it. I know. I was like, so <laughs> Toto can speak now? Like, yeah. but we've yeah, already talked about maybe he's just mute. It's like, he's like, I can understand English. I just don't speak it very well. Yeah. <laughs> um... But this bread pudding shouts up at Belina, and she's like, yeah, and you picked the eyes out of a raisin bun. Oh, my God. They, the they animals, have to go. Dorothy turned her back for five seconds, and the animals could not behave. Yeah. Mr. Bun <laughs> is like, rightfully so. He's like, get the fuck out of here. Um and Dorothy goes off. She has an unpopular opinion. She victim blames. Of course she does. She was insulting them the second she got there. It's true. Okay. And more so, like she keeps doing it. She's like, I've been a very good sport. I have eaten your wheelbarrows and your pianos and your trash without complaining. Been good sports. Like all of yeah. you, all of you things. are fresh baked and delicious, and I could eat any one of you, but I ate your fences and your shoes instead. <laughs> oh my I have been God. a very good sport. And she's like, and you can't blame my pets for not understanding your stingy ways. She sounds like a, a yeah. murderer. 
She's crazy. She, she is, yeah. like a psycho. <laughs> she literally says, you're made of the stuff that we eat, and uh, we want to eat you. And so yeah. now we're mad. They have souls. Like, That's why yeah. we're in the middle of fucking nowhere. You're and not supposed also, to be here. She's like, oh, and Belina, like, the an- they're just animals. They can't help it. And I'm like, Belina's just an animal now. Belina's just an English? animal. Yeah, exactly. Like, Toto, yeah. like, Toto can accept a dare, but then you also think that he's just an animal. Yeah. That's insane. Cinnamon bun is like, get the fuck. Fuck out yeah. of Bunbury. It's time to go. Um, he, <laughs> Dorothy, again, again, I don't know what the fuck she's doing. She's like, and suppose we don't. Oh my God. Yeah, she, she has threatens to have them. the fucking last word. Uh. <laughs> what does he say to her? Well, he says that if she doesn't go, they'll put her in the great ovens and they will bake her. Which makes me realize somewhere in the back, like this is a normal sized town. Somewhere there just must be giant Massive ovens because that's where they're made. And that seems like they've done that before. And you know what? Yeah. If they <laughs> bake Dorothy, if that's how this book ended, serve her fucking right. Honestly, yeah. Well, um, I mean, I don't think, I don't know. So finally, Dorothy, she <laughs> looks around. She sees everyone is looking at her and she's like, oh, there, no one's agreeing with me. Uh, yeah. So she's like, all right, Toto, Belina, come on, let's go. <laughs> As they leave, the people of Bunbury are just like booing them. Yeah, they're jeering, they're screaming, and they're mm. trying to like act like they're not being booed out of town, but they really feel like they're being booed Damn. out of town. Meet people, yeah. go away. Meet people, go away. Meet people, go away. Meet people. And that's the end of chapter 17, how they came to Bunbury and Blake... What would you meet people call that? Bread-xit. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter 18. How Ozma looked into the magic picture. Okay. For the first time ever. For the first time <laughs> pretty much ever. We've never seen her do it in another book. Yeah. Um, so we're back with Ozma. Ozma has been very busy being a princess ever since Dorothy and everyone went off on this trip. So, like, after they were gone for two days, she finally had time to, like, sit down and be like, okay, what are on him and Uncle Henry's jobs going to be? Yeah. Okay, so she's making future plans. Yeah. And this is, like, a flashback. So all this is, like, right after Dorothy left. They left. Yeah. yeah. So they're probably, like... God, I guess they haven't. Well, they, they stayed with a couple different people. But yeah, anyway. Okay, because that's the thing. It said that she didn't start thinking about it until like two days. And I thought that was how long Dorothy had been gone. Yeah. But Dorothy must have been but gone. But they've for stayed like five, the night at like days. two or three places oh, yeah, at yeah. least. Because he's been. L. Frank Baum's been like glossing over a lot of stuff. That's too. true, too. He'll be like, and they stayed with a family. And then the next morning they moved on. Yeah. Um, so. At this point, though, Ozma has had the time, and she's trying to think of some easy tasks for Aunt Em and Uncle Henry, but also things that are like, you know, keep them occupied and feel good, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's harder than she thinks. <laughs> so for Uncle Henry, she's like, I don't know, maybe he could be the keeper of the jewels. So that job is like counting the jewels. I just don't know why she wouldn't just ask them. Like yeah. what do you want to do they instead of do? assigning them? Because like she feels if you're wise. having such a hard time with it, <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know. Well, I'm the four like the fourteen year old girl ruler is gonna have a better idea of what the Kansas folk want to do. Yeah, be? I guess so. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, and her assumption is that Uncle Henry is gonna want to count. All the bins of emeralds and diamonds and rubies and other stones for the royal storehouse. The Gnome King stones, if I'll you really still. think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Talking but about shit. <laughs> she has a harder time thinking of something for Anam. She's like, oh, that jewel thing? That's so perfect for Henry. Anam's a little Which harder. She's a tough nut to crack. <laughs> um, so while she's sitting there trying to think of a job for M, she glances over at her magic picture. And so the other day, she was watching Dorothy like put together grandmother knit and she was laughing and she was laughing and she's like oh they're having so much fun on the vacation i planned for them yeah and like she no. she loves it <laughs> um, and she's like oh, i love dorothy that's my girl and she's like thinking about all the good times that she and dorothy have had mm. like that one time i don't know like when they marched into the gnome king's lair and defeated his army and they stole his magic belt yeah so now she's in a full-on like daydream reverie, thinking about the past and reminiscing. Okay. But because she's thinking about that, and she's also looking at the magic picture, she's like, you know, whatever happened to the Gnome King? Maybe I should see what he's up to, because 
why not? Like, I have a magic picture, yeah, and he's like, an extremely evil thing. That naughty old elf must be one mean bastard. I wonder <laughs> what he's up to. Okay. Yeah. And so she looks at the picture. She blinks three times and says, Roquat the Red. She doesn't do any of that. She just has to think <laughs> it. <laughs> what she sees is Roquat the Red in his tunnel under the deadly desert. Oh, shit. Ordering his workers to build the tunnel to the Emerald City. And somehow she knows all of that. Like, knows what yeah. that means. She like can tell. Happening. She can tell the location of the tunnel. Does it? She like, can tell the purpose of the tunnel. Does the the mirror? Does it like just pop up where he's at, or does it like go to where he's going? So it just goes to where he's at. But I then imagine her being like, "What's that?" And then it's yeah. zooming out above the desert uh, or something. Picture zoom out. Like yeah, yeah they she did. does a little like like iPhone zoom exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She like orients it so that it's pointing from like the gnome king like, to hmm. oz and she's like like that's Google coming maps. right for the emerald City. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. she knows exactly what's going on and she's like oh he wants to fuck around yeah, interesting. <laughs> but she decides this is not the time to worry about the impending attack oh. yeah she dismisses the thought of the tunnel and she goes back to thinking about a new job for on interesting that you would do such a thing like that <laughs> I would oh think no. you would have a, a different got, reaction. The army's almost here, aren't they? Mm. Yeah, and they're but going under the deadly desert. See, Uncle Henry's going to count jewels. Maybe Aunt M could count. Yeah, maybe she could be the royal mender of stockings <laughs> to the ruler of Oz. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, so that's maybe she can sew my dirty fucking socks. That yeah. is the job that Ozma comes up with for on him. It's just insulting. <laughs> it is. But every day she thinks, and then she also checks in on the picture and sees where they are. And every day she sees them getting farther and farther in the tunnel and farther and farther toward Oz and getting closer and closer to infiltrating keeps, Emerald City every single day. She keeps seeing this. The book says it's not especially interesting, but she feels like it's her duty. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it's that is your duty. Well, yeah, yeah, now it's, it's time to gather people <laughs> and prepare for war. Yeah. Use your they're belt not to the close only the things. tunnel. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. They're not the only things that can go through that tunnel. Yeah. That's true. She's so, yeah. But she, she doesn't know that, though. Yeah. She thinks but it's really boring, she's but she's like, the sacrifices I make. <laughs> I'll watch this for five fucking seconds. Oh, she's one God. of those princesses. Yeah, but she can't yeah. be bothered. Mm. Every day the tunnel gets closer and closer to the Emerald City and... That's the chapter. Yeah, that's the end of chapter 18. How Ozma looked into the magic picture, which, by the way, the cocktail is the magic picture. And Blake, what would you call that? I'm excited for this. Ozma gets tunnel vision. Ooh, that's really good. It wraps everything together. Thanks. (laughs) Wow, guys, I finally got it. I finally (laughs) did it. Thank you for listening to Oz Hour. Please join us next time as we continue with Chapter 19, How Bunnybury Welcomed the Strangers. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Oz Hour Podcast for the latest on everything Oz. Oz Hour. Created and hosted by Blake Stone and Wyatt Swaggum. Co-hosted by Hannah Aguirre. Audio production by Charlie Johnson. Theme music written and performed by Rudy Clobus. Cover art by Valentin Lucas.